Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. You fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Gives me an opportunity to welcome in good, good friend of the show down there riding for the Village's Daily Sun. You can follow him on Twitter at Jeff Shane, S-H-A-I-N. Uh, Jeff joining us this morning from uh, lovely, lovely Central Florida. How you doing this morning? <laughs> it is a good day in Central Florida. How is it for you? Uh, it's perfect out here. Going to be uh, just around 80 degrees. So uh, that uh, that heat dome that plagued us for a weekend in June, long gone. Uh, conditions good. couldn't be better out here. And the same goes for Royal St. George's. Uh, People surprised <laughs> that guys are out there in shirt sleeves, the wind less than 10 miles an hour, and uh, Louis Oosthuizen taking advantage, setting a 36-hole scoring record at the Open Championship. Just how un-British Open-like has the first two rounds been from your perspective? Well, it, it certainly has been. It, it is definitely interesting to see sunshine uh, for the better part of three days. Uh, however, saying, having said that, I've been to Royal St. George's twice. Uh, the last time it was there in 2011 when Darren Clark won, uh, I got caught in one of those days where they had the sideways rain. So there's that side of it. But in 2003, they had a heat wave going on in Sandwich at the time of the Open. And the sight of British Golf fans shirtless is not something you want to have at the front of your memory banks. <laughs> no, not at all. And uh, it looks like uh, it's going to stay around 70 degrees. All of the leaders, the final groups have teed off uh, final groups on, on the second hole. But we saw some from some of the earlier groups this morning. We're seeing some more 66s, 65s. So there are some low scores out there to be had today. Who's most equipped, do you think, to possibly uh, have a bit of a cushion going into Sunday? Well, I think we have to start at the top. I, I, I think Louis not only has played well this week, but his major, major championship performance the last couple of years shows that he's going to be right at or near the top. And uh, he is 
obviously this is the one that uh, major that he has won. Uh, he just plays so confidently uh, when when it comes into this uh, into this uh, crucible that uh, he's the guy that comes right comes to me right off the top. And uh, they've been talking about it on TV. I've been talking about it since the start of the week as well. But Jordan Spieth is a different guy when he comes out to the Open Championship because. Uh, he doesn't think so much about his swing with all of the quirks and what you have to figure in with the wind and uh, the different kinds of rough. Uh, he, it just seems like he doesn't think about his swing so much. He thinks about making shots, and here, here he is, two shots off the lead, only one guy in front of him, and I, I, he's playing extremely well here in the opening uh, part of his round. So those are the two guys that jump out at me. I'm sorry if I'm not being creative here, but those are the, those are the ones. Yeah, no question. And Colin Morikawa, uh, with the way he played early on Friday, uh, certainly get it dialed in. He talked about uh, how important it was to play in the Scottish uh, Open the week before, and he changed uh, he changed his irons, his seven, eight, and nine irons in the bag. Uh, based on on the ground and bounce and those sorts of things that uh, professional golfers can get very particular about, and it certainly worked. But those three might have an opportunity uh, to push themselves uh, so that they don't have to contend with the entire field. But you look at guys like Cameron Smith, the youngster who's been playing so well, but you've got Dustin Johnson, who has won majors, Danny Willett, who has won a major uh, there in the field, and John Rahm, Paul Casey lurking around as well. You couldn't really ask for much of a better leaderboard unless, of course, you got Brooks and Bryson in the same pairing, but we'll have to have that dream another weekend. Uh, who who might be coming from four or five shots down that people need to keep an eye on? Well, I, I, I think that um, John Rahm, uh, he, for whatever reason, he plays extremely well at the Scottish Open. And if he can just find a way to translate it to one week later on the schedule, uh, that would really help. But uh, he's he's off to a little bit of, of a pedestrian start today, just even par through seven holes. I would think that he would have uh, – yeah, he's certainly got the game to play this. And I have said for the longest time – you've probably heard it from me – Paul Casey should win a major at some point. Now, he's gone through the injuries. He's gone through the divorce. He's gone through a lot of – a lot of tough things as I'm watching Danny Willett laughing at the fact that he just made a two on 10 here. So maybe we need to put him in the mix as well. <laughs> but uh, but uh, Paul Casey, I, he's another one of these guys who maybe isn't as consistent as Louis Ristheisen in getting to the top of the leaderboard, but he's kind of one of these consistent workers right around the top 10 where if he just catches a couple breaks, makes a couple of uh, extra uh, you know mid-range putts, he could be in the mix. He is, uh, he is British. Uh, he knows how to play in that, in those conditions. Even though he spent probably most of his adult life now on the West Coast or in Arizona, but uh, he knows how to do it. And and I I still think he's got one in. Maybe he'll, he may have the Darren Clark, you know, syndrome where uh, he's been frustrated and frustrated and frustrated, and then you know at 42 or something, everything will fall into place right somewhere on the major calendar. Jeff Shane, our guest, golf rider for the Village's Daily Sun down there in Central Florida. Uh, you mentioned you've been to this course a couple of different times to to cover uh, cover events and cover majors. So with the conditions like this, 
the you know we heard the discussion. Okay, they're going to tuck some pins, maybe let the greens uh, dry out a little, get to a bit to give the course some defense, but also the fairways uh, can get a little dry and run out. So it's not necessarily. I think the bombers might have to be a little bit more concerned. Uh, not to hit it too far because of all the bumps and nuances in the fairways, a good tee shot could be ending up in trouble. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It is maybe the most unusual set of fairways that we have in major championship golf. And I remember, I think it was in 2003 when uh, Ernie Els described Royal St. George's as playing on the surface of the moon because you just don't have uh, an even lie in the fairway. Or if you do, you're very lucky. The ball is a little bit above your feet, a little bit below your feet, slightly uphill, slightly downhill. You can hit a great fairway and it catches one of those humps and kicks one way or kicks the other. And uh, and conversely, you can hit a solo drive and it'll catch one of those bumps and kick into the middle of the fairway. So you've got to be able to be patient, uh, accept what the fairways give you. Try not to give yourself too uh, too large a room for error in case you get the wrong bounce out of it and it bounces from somewhere in the fairway to somewhere in that header. Um, you, so being consistent and being patient and maybe taking a little bit off your drives it depends on how confident you are, but if you've got kind of a wide dispersion there, as we've seen a little bit with Mr. DeChambeau, it, the one thing you can't do is you can't miss the fairway. Uh, you you really can't get a bounce from out of the fairway into the fairway. You're just going to put it in the thick stuff to begin with, and it's not coming out with any sort of ease. And so you mentioned Bryson. Uh, we'll we'll get to the audio of him uh, not happy with his equipment and all of the brouhaha that developed from that. But uh, you've been covering the tours and professional golf for so long. Just uh, this will not go over very well. How unique is what he is trying to do and his approach to the game and his disposition with the game? Uh, that he is going to have to check himself at some point if he wants to continue to have the partners and the support that most professional golfers enjoy? Well, it's interesting because uh, we actually have a Cobra representative that lives in the villages here. And, and I uh, had a short exchange of texts with him yesterday, and, and he certainly did not come across as, as very happy and, and, in fact, kind of ended uh, end of his text was saying, I hope Bryson doesn't, uh, you know, contribute anything more negative this weekend. And my initial reaction was, I don't think he's going to have to because he's not around for the weekend. And I saw I made the cut on the numbers. So uh, we, we do have to do But I, I, I think I, Bryson, he, there's no question he's passionate about what he does. And he can get really frustrated. We've seen the clips of him, you know, kind of at his wits end on the practice range, you know, with darkness settling over because he can't find whatever he's looking for. He's got to find a way to dial that back. I mean, for a guy that's called the mad scientist, there's, there's, a, lot, there's a lot of emotion uh, in that science. And when it doesn't happen for him, he it's chili runs hot. There's no question about it. What I think Bryson also needs to do 
and I wrote about this a couple of days ago when the incident happened, is he's got to seriously, I think, rethink the way he approaches these major championships. Major championships are not a one-size-fits-all. Just because something worked at Bay Hill doesn't mean it's going to work near the English Channel. Uh, Augusta National has hit back at Bryson because he's a little hard-headed in that I'm going to hit it as far as I can, and then we're just going to take wedges from there. Well, if you hit it in the trees, that ain't going to work. If you hit it in the thick stuff, in the knee-high grass, that's not going to work. I admired the quote-unquote old Bryson because it seemed like he thought his way around the golf course a lot more than he is now. He's he, he's taking this I the, the, this power wedge game, and he's he's trying to make it fit all situations. I don't think it works. I I I, I was uh, saying this to somebody the other day. It's and, and this this is like comparing cobras to oranges. And, and bear with me a second when I say this, <laughs> but. You can grow oranges in Florida. You can grow oranges in Arizona and California and even Texas. You can't grow oranges in Utah. You can't grow oranges in Idaho. Don't try. But Bryson is taking this drive it as far as you can and wedge it out game to places that aren't meant to grow oranges, so to speak. No question. And I think the contrast to that is a couple of guys that are up there uh, at the top of the leaderboard, Jordan Spieth and Colin Morikawa, who really excel at thinking their way around golf courses and apply the mental game uh, to to the courses themselves. Of course, Louis Eustazen, if he is still in the lead on at the end of this day, he's all the questions are going to be about the Sunday fade and he's uh, been, he's got the uh, grand slam runner ups uh, there. He's been so consistent, but can't close on Sunday. What's going to be the key for, for any of those guys and who do you expect to be holding the Clara jug on Sunday? Well, I think with Louie, I think when you go back and you look at those runner ups, it's always been one or two drives that failed him at the, at the absolute wrong time. Uh, he, he, the separation between him and John Rahm at Torrey Pines came on the 17th tee at Torrey Pines where he put it in the canyons. He had the double bogey at 13 at the PGA Championship that allowed, uh, uh, allowed Phil Mickelson to increase his lead. He's really not played all that badly. He's not had a 77 on Sunday. He's not had a 74 on Sunday. But he's hit the wrong shot at the wrong time. Uh, his driver has gotten a little loose. So I think he's got to be sure that, that he is, uh, and, and they, you know, whether that's taking a little bit off the effort, maybe it's, uh, you know, downgrading, uh, you know, taking a, a three wood off the tee at, at a couple of times. Uh, he just needs to avoid the bad shot. Morikawa is maybe the best ball striker out there. Right now, uh, his irons are exquisite, even though he switched out seven, eight and nine. And it was funny because somebody asked him, you switched out three of your irons. Are you happy with your manufacturer? And so and, and Rick Odd chuckles and he said, I'm, I'm happy with every club in my bag. And, and you know, it, it's all tailor-made and, you know, they tailor-made helped him. 
switch out to the proper uh, seven, eight, and nine irons, I suppose. But uh, he's struggling a little bit right now. A lot of it is coming off the tee. He's finding a couple of pot bunkers, uh, but he's uh, his game from. The second shot on in has really been exquisite this week. Uh, he knows how to get there, and you know there's that stat out there. I find it intriguing. He could be the first guy in major championship history to win his debut at two different majors, having done it at the PGA last year, and this with no British Open last year. He, this is his first here, and and, and Jordan, I think. It, it could just be a situation of keep doing what you're doing. You've won this event before. You certainly know how to be creative. Do not get into playing, uh, playing golf shot, play, continue to play golf, continue to play links golf. And already here, he's now one shot, uh, off the pace, having made up two shots on, on Lewis ties in, in just the first four holes. Yeah, he just buried a long birdie putt on four, so he's at 10 under. Louis Ustay's in 11 under, parring the first three holes. Colin Morikawa just made a bogey, so he's at minus eight. Uh, I Boy, if Jordan doesn't uh, get too much into his head and the the two-way miss off the fairway doesn't creep back into his game, I think he thrive. I think he loves that environment over there. He thrives, and I'm I'm really looking for him to uh, have a have a weekend and maybe get another major. It's a good opportunity for him too, because sometimes with the PGA and the U.S. Open, they extend to the tips. They extend to that seventy seven hundred yard. Uh, range, which actually puts Jordan at a little bit of a, of a disadvantage. Part of what got him off track in 2018 and thereabouts was he tried to chase a little bit more distance, and it it put the rest of his swing off, and it's taken him this long to get back into it. And now he's kind of back to being really consistent. I think he had he's on this run of like 11 consecutive top 20s in any PGA Tour start. I mean, he's playing really, really consistently now. Uh, but think of how long it's taken him to get back. Um, you know, one of the things that I think golfers – tend to do you always want to improve something but don't lose who you are and i think jordan was lost in who he was for a couple of years and it's good to see what he's doing now and if you can just continue to take this mindset from sandwich back to the fedex cup playoffs etc cetera, etc cetera, uh, we might see a little bit more of the jordan speed that we saw in 2015 and 2016 well it's going to be a fun weekend great leaderboard uh great viewing as it sets up jeff shane there with the village's daily sun covering golf i know you're working on a big olympic thing we look forward to that as well thanks so much for taking a few minutes uh, for us here and uh, we'll catch up with you down the road that all sounds great. And, and uh, yeah, the, the Olympic tournament is, what, two weeks away? <laughs> this is yeah. such a huge stretch because, you know, we, we go from this. We, we actually do have a World Golf Championships event next week, not to mention an LPGA major. And then the Olympic tournament and three weeks of the FedEx Cup and the Ryder Cup two weeks after that finishes. This is this is as good a stretch of golf maybe as we're ever going to get in terms of the prestige of back to back to back to back to back to back to back tournaments. It's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch and uh, we'll follow it along with you as well. Thanks so much for taking some time for us uh, this morning, Jeff, best of luck uh, moving forward. Sounds great. Enjoy your Saturday. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.